Good morning, everyone. It's not morning, but you know, no one knows that. Uh, welcome to Bacon No Bacon, episode 7,642. Uh, that's probably not the right number, but it feels like we've been doing this a lot. Um, welcome to Bacon No Bacon with Abdul Butt and Derek Seguin, uh, brought to you by the Comedy Here Often Network. Comedy Here Often. Everything you need in comedy in Canada. Pretty sure that's not their slogan, but whatever. I made it sound like I was, <laughs> made it sound like I was reading it off a card of some kind. Yeah, <laughs> How are you, buddy? Happy New Year! Our first podcast of twenty twenty one. Yeah, episode thirty seven, man. Episode thirty seven. Episode thirty seven. Here we are. Pretty good. Look at us persevering. We're in thirty seven in twenty twenty one. Did you think we'd make it to twenty twenty one? Like survive it, or that the podcast would still be doing? I guess kind of both. You think the podcast would still be happening in twenty twenty one after what we hit in the world and how everybody was? Yeah, and today today is uh, the day that we're recording is uh, Wednesday, January sixth, uh, when the Quebec government is supposed to be announcing a whole new lockdown similar to the one we felt back in March or April of last year. They didn't announce uh, it yet, so did they? Or are they going to do it? Uh, what time? They they did like a mini press release, I think, because it's in all the media right now. Yeah. But the official announcement is supposed to come today with uh, François Legault at uh, um, 5 p.m. Oh, wow. 5 today. p.m. presser on the fate of Quebec. Mm. I don't know, man. So I got to go. We're I got to get to the store before 5 p.m. to buy all the toilet paper. You better. Uh, that's one of the biggest things. People fucking. It's everybody's everybody's knee jerk reaction is, oh my god, buy buy toilet paper. I bought extra Kleenex the other day. Yeah, we're out of Kleenex. We need to go. See, that's why I bought it because we all forget about the Kleenex. I went like fucking three four weeks with no Kleenex, and then finally, and then I went to the store and I'm like, I got to get Kleenex, but none of it was on special, and they only had this shit brand. And I yeah. I got it because I'm like, okay, well, two ply, it seems like it'll work. And I fucking bring it home, and it's the shit brand from the grocery store, and it totally is right. not. I don't even know how they can qualify that as two ply. It barely, it just turns <laughs> to dust as you fucking separate the two <laughs> plies from each other. So uh, yesterday I went to the grocery yeah, store and I bought things, another. Too. There's certain certain things that I won't buy unless it's on special. Yeah, like peanut butter. Peanut butter. I wait till it's on special. Uh, but here's there's certain things like that I've learned too. Don't buy off-brand Kleenex yeah. or paper towel. Angela went to the store the other day. I said, can you pick up paper towel? She's obviously very cheap and her Scottish roots are coming out. She bought off-brand paper towel. Forget it. You don't blow your nose with that shit. You'll be... You, you sandpaper your face but trying to blow your nose with this but paper towel. in this you know why i got it because in this and it absorbs nothing that's the thing it's well, like it was meant to repel there's it's coated in oil it, it just will not pushes it all away it doesn't soak it up it just keeps yeah <laughs> just so you can push it off the table with <laughs> <laughs> don't try and soak it up just push it off the table you, you wash windows with it it just scratches the windows it's all. <laughs> it scratches everywhere it uh no but in the states the 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 shit brand from the grocery store is actually really good that's why i got it because uh, i was I so remember, used to buying it in the states that it it, 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 it never had a problem uh, jean Coutu brand oh personnel i think it's yeah called. that might be good they're they're Kleenex. It's not bad. Yeah. It's not terrible. But I think I, I think I bought the Compliment there, the um, Provigo. And yeah, IGA. the IGA. That, that the IGA no one is like in the middle, and then uh, the Selection, I think, is like what's... Selection, that's the fuck, worst one. Fuck, don't yeah. get... That's what I got. Metro, that's Metro, right? That's what I got, dude. <laughs> don't get that Selection. That shit just falls apart. Piece of garbage. So yeah, yesterday I bought some Can other I have ones. my coffee, please, what sweetheart? The? Just oh man, dude! This whole time what? I've been what fucking happened? recording. I wasn't even on. <laughs> you weren't recording any of this. I was recording it, but my screen was. Uh... There we go. Now, now we're good. <laughs> Maybe I'll cut in the video from here. We'll do audio from the start. Oh, the video. The video. Wasn't yeah, recording. I'll do that. Everybody we'll tuning into the that. video podcast. You're three minutes late. <laughs> We're brought to you by Comedy Here Often, and that's pretty much all we talked about. Uh, Super C and Metro brand of Kleenex's garbage. And now you're all, you're yeah. back at it. You're caught, you're caught up. up. You're all caught up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just keeps, uh, I got to talk to 
uh, Pantelis or somebody in this podcast realm of how to fix this shit. Are you getting messages on your phone? You're not getting messages, are you? No. Because for some reason, it always just resizes your fucking image, and then I'm I'm like fumbling to get it to fucking fit. We we really got to get together to do this. It'll make it so much easier yeah, than just it, sitting in the same room. It's, uh, well, talk to Legault, fuck. Yeah, well, you know, beyond that, I mean, I know how to, it's my, you know, I'm very safe. I've, I've literally, uh, first of all, I haven't left, I went outside to bring recycling to the recycling bin, but I haven't left the house since 2021 began. Really, eh? You're, you're, you're finally, you're staying in, you're, you're getting cozy? Yeah, dude, I haven't left, like, I haven't, I haven't gone on any major, other than the grocery store. Uh, which even that, I'm trying to get the kids to go for me today. I don't feel like I'm trying to go for the record of not leaving the house and getting fresh air. Yeah, I. Uh, but uh, it's been like three weeks that I haven't re- I haven't gone anywhere. Really? Oh no! Wait, on New Year's Eve I got drunk. No, I've I've been I've been following the measure. And listen, it's uh, my kids do way more stuff than I do. Angela goes to work sometimes. Uh, you know, she's going to places where there's no people. Apparently, mm-hmm. like they leave the house and she's there alone. But. I'm I'm the safe one, believe it or not. And even though I don't even look at it as following the rules, I'm just really, really, really lazy. <laughs> yeah, uh, I haven't been out, dude. I haven't been out since, or I haven't seen friends. I haven't seen a, any friends since October. Really, like in person? No, I haven't seen anybody, any of my friends at all since October. Since the first, what was supposed to be the first lockdown, I was trying to be respectful and doing what they're asking. And now I'm quickly realizing nobody did shit, and I'm going to be the only one who hasn't seen another human for the last 17 years by the time we get yeah, out of this. The, the numbers are shocking, eh? Like, I'm looking in my entourage, and listen, I'm not, I don't run with the most lawful, you know, rule-following bunch, but we're all <laughs> locked down. We're not doing anything together. On New this is the first, so uh, Abdul knows my, my, my best friend Chad and his family, and I've uh, we, I figured it out. It had been 34 years straight that I spent either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day with them. This is the first year in 34 years that I don't see them either on uh, 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 Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it is a new world we are living in. We are yeah. in a pandemic. But, I mean, how are the fucking cases still through the roof if a fucking vagabond anarchist oh, like me come on, Derek. is you managing know how. to stay cool? You know how. Huh? You know how the numbers are up, man. The numbers are up because people no, are don't. congregating. That's why. People are getting together. Just cause, Wait, Who are these people? Yeah, but just because you... Like, you <laughs> who are these but two ta- 2,000 cases a day? Like that means that there's like every day there's at least two thousand people that are being fuckface, in just in our province. Yeah. Well, no, not necessarily them being fuckfaces, but let's say one of them is being a fuckface, and then they come home and they infect the entire household. That's six yeah. or five or four people in the house that are now infected, and they didn't know for a few days, so they went to the grocery store and did what they were doing, and then they came back. That's how it I still fucking, can't help but think that the numbers are inflated. Like those test, the testing is fucking not. Dude, accurate. there's people going back and forth to Mexico and fucking vacations yeah, yeah, and I shit. There's <laughs> there's people partying. Like, uh, I, a woman on my Facebook. A woman on my Facebook posted uh, like a few days ago. She was she was just like uh, I saw her post. I'm not even sure how I know her, but I saw her post, and she said. Uh, she goes, I, I'm like, she was frustrated. She goes, there's a bunch of people next door. They're all partying. They're in the backyard. They're going in and out of the house. They're smoking. They're drinking. There's like 20, in, in 30 the of them here? here in Canada, in Montreal. And hmm. she was so furious. And then she goes, I don't know what to do. And then all the comments underneath were just mind your own business. Leave them alone. Let them fucking do what they're doing. So of course the numbers are going to keep going up because it's not people who are sitting at home that are going, just let them do whatever the hell they want to do. People at home are going to be like, you fuckers. I've been staying home yeah. trying to fix this thing for the last five months like they asked us to, and you're dragging yeah. it on. So it's not that. What it is is the people, there's a lot of people that don't give a fuck, man. Anyways, I don't even and know why we're still, it, I don't know, I don't know why we're do still talking about it. Do you know a lot of people that have caught it? 
I know. Like I remember when we started early on. I know a few people. Knew anybody? I know, I know. I know a few people that that have caught it, and uh, I know a lot of. I know. I know people in the states who I'm friends with who know a lot of people, uh, family, and a lot of people who've gotten it and even died from it. I know a few, and we know a few that have died. Eesh. I think. Well, my neighbors, I know my neighbor's aunt was one of the, she was like the third person in Quebec to, to die from it. Yeah, well, that's, dude, it's... But she uh, was 97 or something like that. But there's a um, lot of young ones. In the States, it's getting really bad. Like, LA is fucking over, dude, it's insane how flooded it is. They're now putting, yeah. the same thing like New York, they're putting body bags and trailers and uh, they have no, they to- I got a, I got an email from Cedars uh, telling me to not... Like if I was in LA, they go, don't come to the hospital. If there's an emergency, we're overwhelmed. Unless it's an absolute emergency, do wow. not come to the hospital. And Is it a text or an email? Emails. We're getting emails wow. from them. And then also uh, they've now advised, uh, I think it's Southern California, has now advised all the EMTs, if you can't revive them in the field, don't bring them to the hospital. Oh my God! Just and, leave the body at that and, house. Yeah, and they say or if there's well, if there's a if I don't, I guess I don't know where they're leaving them, but and then they said too, if there's a chance, like if their if their chances are very slim of survival, just don't even bother. That's like what the fuck? Yeah, that's what it is, dude. That's what's going on. Yeah, my buddy um, Sean, who the, my friend that works at WhatsApp or whatever at Facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he live in San Francisco, and just to show you the difference between like L.A. and a a city like San Francisco, where there's a, you know there's not as much of a ghetto, and there's not you know the the, the education. Well, San Francisco has a hu- is a huge there. fucking ghetto, dude. <laughs> San Francisco? No, it's not not like L.A. It's fucking just it's even worse. San Francisco's way worse, man, dude. San Francisco's a fucking shithole. Yeah, what? there's only like the only areas that are nice are the fucking rich area, and it's still homeless people all over those streets of the rich area. Really? Oh, it's fucking okay. Well, I didn't know, yeah. but anyway, the numbers are the numbers are not. It's not even like the same. It's not. Even, we're not even talking about the same subject. There was like 174 new cases yesterday, okay, uh, and no deaths. Where in LA there was something like 9,000 new cases and 179 deaths. Yeah. In one day, yeah, that's the difference between San Francisco County and LA. I County. think I think the different. I think there it's probably if I had to say it, it's probably because San Francisco there's a lot more young single people living in their apartments, and then you have the homeless population outside. And in LA, you have a lot of uh, families that live together. You have a lot of Hispanic families that live in right. close, you know, apartments together. So they're all congregating. They're all close to each other. And then a lot of them work in the field. They all either work at people's houses or they work at in the front lines or grocery stores and they're catching it. Then they bring it home and they give it to their aunt, their uncle, their grandfather. And that's fucking end of that, man. Do you know if the, the tests are free in the U.S.? Uh, depend. I don't know if they change. At first they were. And then I think they still have some free testing. But it's mostly, it's very hard to get a free test. I think it's you have to if you don't have insurance, uh, you you probably have a long lineup to wait in. It's not like a, there's different test lines. There's test lines for people with insurance, and then there's test lines for people who don't have insurance. Wow. Yeah, it's a fucking shit show, man. That's it's wow. it's not it's not a th- their country is not set up to handle anything health related. So it's going to be pretty, it's really bad. And then the thing is, is if people don't understand it here, it's going to get that like that here too. They don't understand that our healthcare system, I would say, is probably even worse in some sense because we have to treat everybody. And in the States, they yeah. only treat people with insurance mostly. So, well, that's not exactly how it works, but yeah, I know what you mean. Well, yeah, there's a lot less people that are able to go to a hospital in the U.S., than there is in Canada. We could all go to the hospital in Canada. Yeah, but there's like there's hospitals that uh, are for people without insurance. Very yeah, in certain areas you got to get to and if you can, do you have a car? If you're that poor, do you have a car to get to that hospital? Do you right. how do you get there, you know? They have yeah. a they're they're really set up in like they have a bad a very bad situation. It is bad. 
yeah. that everything's accountable. Like even so, you go to the hospital, you don't have the right insurance for it. They treat you minimally, and then they transport you to the other hospital, yeah. and then they'll bill you nine hundred dollars for the transport. Get, for the transport to the hospital, yeah, and um, you know, it's yeah. it's bad anyway. It's bad. It's it's a bad. It's a bad thing. The but. It, it, like involuntarily it sounded like that country is doing herd immunity like they said no that's not the angle we're going to take but it sounded like that's what's happening anyway there's yeah. been over 80 million case in a country of 360 million people i mean that's a fucking quarter of the population i think it you get to over 50 percent that's herd that's the herd immunity number you know if half yeah. the people yeah, I, I don't. I, anyway, I don't yeah, know. they're not. And then the, the, the questions still come up: Will herd immunity work? Yeah. Because we're not sure how long the antibody work. We're yeah. already seeing that the thing it's mutating. So, will the antibodies that you've developed from catching COVID in March does it? Are those antibody good enough to stave off? See the the new yeah. the new version of it. Yeah, we don't even know. It's so. No. That's the thing with this. There's so much shit that we don't know. Yeah. Like we, me and you, don't know fuck fuck all. Yeah. But even the scientists that have been doing nothing for the last ten months but study this one fucking thing, even they don't know. So yeah, it's they, like us. Uh, see. Yeah, that's why it's pretty funny when people are like uh, have their fucking theories of. Oh yeah, I love people with fucking really really set in stone opinion yeah. about a thing that fucking even people the scientists don't know anything. You moron. Well, I was thinking about that too the other day with uh I was writing out a little thing and and the fact that I was I was like, "Oh yeah, remember when at the start of this when everyone was like Sweden's doing it right, man. Sweden knows how to do it." And cuz they were trying to do herd immunity. Yeah. And uh and now Sweden is out. no, it's fucking everyone's dying. <laughs> they're they're getting nailed. Looks like New Zealand. I mean, New Zealand have a like a, even smaller population than Canada, but it looks like they did it right. Whatever they did, yeah, because they're not the rules. I, I don't think, think they're letting the anyone fly in as, and out. Yeah, and they did the same rules as as we did here in Quebec, except it seemed like people in New Zealand followed them, whereas <laughs> Quebecois people did not follow the rules. No, Whatever. But I guess nobody's. Um, yeah, Ontario's terrible. Fucking Alberta's even worse. Well, yeah, Angie's best friend lives in. I think you met Trina and Shane, Angie's best friend in Calgary. I think so. I don't know. Maybe not. No, I don't think so. Uh, maybe but yeah. Not then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no. That. Was oh, strange. you stayed at their uh, place anyway. when you went there last time. Yeah, you, you podcasted from they, there. Uh, they have it. They have it right now. They're just coming off. They're getting. They're on the the plus side. Yeah. And they were very careful. She was mega paranoid. She was a teacher, and um, she has asthma, so she was very, very scared of it. So they were being very, very careful. Yeah. But her, their son, their their measures were not like ours, right? The masks just became mandatory, I think, in October or something like that. They're <laughs> so bad, and then and then so their son but- got it from or no, wait, their girl, uh, Zach's girlfriend got it, but Zach didn't get it, and yet they got it. It's very weird. So wait, the son is that the son Zach? The son, yeah, Zach is the so son. So the son he got it, have it, didn't get it. No, he doesn't have it. The girlfriend got it wow. from her brother, and then she gave it somehow to Zach's parents. So uh, I, that's what I said to Trina. I'm like, fuck. Apparently, your son's sex life is really garbage. If you caught it before he did, <laughs> that or maybe they caught it somewhere else. They just don't know where they got it. That's maybe, the only thing. Yeah, maybe. you don't. You don't but know that where was you... the contact tracing that was the best that they yeah that's what they came up with yeah out. i mean again it's uh fucking everybody can, you gotta watch out man Have you gotta a bottle of water but that's the problem when it gets overwhelmed is that now it's almost it's like fucking just assume that's what they said in la i saw that they said uh, the health director in los angeles county she said um just assume if you're going out to the store just assume you're in a store with people who have it because yeah. it's pretty much what the, it is at this point. When the numbers get that insane, like in Alberta, it's getting pretty crazy. When the numbers yeah, get daily, that high, the daily numbers are crazy. Yeah, it's basically like if you're at a store, there's a pretty good chance somebody in that store has it. What was interesting, speaking to Trina and Shane, who have it right now, um, you assume it's the same strain because they got it at the same time, and you know whatever. Uh, like she got it that probably three or four day symptom. She got her symptom three or four day ahead of her husband. Yeah. Uh, she's asthmatic and uh, he is an Ironman. He's literally an Ironman. He's done 
like two or three Ironman races. He's done those hundred mile runs. Okay. You know, they fucking this run all the way across California or whatever fucking stupid shit. Yeah, yeah. So he's that. So you think cardio, this guy's in great cardio shape. Right. She's asthmatic. Her symptom, the smell taste thing, but sore throat, uh headache, uh congestion, minimal cough. Him, diarrhea, cough like he's dying cough 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 like to almost cough himself unconscious which is like so it's almost like i've talked about this i think on maybe not on the podcast but with people remember that movie with brad pitt world war z yeah where so in the i never saw it it, but i remember yeah it was it it was a virus but it was more it took on the the manifestation of zombie like as a zombie movie that's the virus it turns people into fucking flesh-eating zombie people god i hope it doesn't mutate to that yeah, <laughs> but the thing with this virus, this zombie virus in that movie, the virus was smart enough to know to only it wants to find a healthy host. So, and the the cure for this virus was make everybody sick, right? Because if you had cancer, yeah, or if that's you even the had a I guess flu, the if you had immunity. any sickness, the virus was able to detect that you were sick, and it would just go to the next person. So if you you know, an amputee or somebody in a wheelchair. Right. The, the zombies would just run right by as if it's don't you don't exist and just eat the healthy people. So it almost feel like this virus have an angle like that. Like Trina lungs are already fucked. They're like, oh, let's not attack her lungs. It's our there's not you know like getting into the the little um, bronchi bronch, bronchial you know, bronchial the, the tubes bigger ones and. And then the smaller ones, you know, there's the little ones that really oxygenate the blood. Yeah. Um, as an asthmatic, hers are probably already fucked up and small. So they, it said, you know what, let's fucking attack her face instead or her head. I don't know. Listen, I'm not a scientist, so wait, but it, he, I found it interesting a... that they're both going through it at the same time. Yeah. Totally different yeah. illnesses. Yeah. And but is the same sickness. He a smoker? No, she, she, they're both healthy. But he's a his car, he's a Iron Man. Fuck, he's super super great shape. Jesus, she's an asthmatic, not exercise person. Dude, that's the thing with lungs, man. They're so fucking weird. My lungs, when I had my collapsed lungs, I was yeah. in the best shape ever. Like I literally quit smoking every. I quit smoking weed at that point. I wasn't smoking weed for like two years. I ran every wow. day. I was in shape. I was super like I was always exercising and going for jogs every day and I was eating like right and my lungs collapsed. It's like I couldn't believe like so even weird. when I was in the hospital I was like this is bullshit. <laughs> like I was unhealthy yeah. for like my whole like high school <laughs> years and even like after that I was unhealthy of in the sense of like smoking dope and everything. And then I get in shape and my lungs fucking just crap out on me. So it was. That'll teach you. Yeah, yeah. Don't get in shape. And then there was a. Don't there, worry, I won't. Don't. There was a doctor. Uh, There's a. Do- I think they did. I think CTV or one of them did a thing with a doctor. I think he's a, a dentist actually, who was also in very good shape in BC. Who was one of the first people like catching it, and he's had a super hard recovery since everything. I think he was actually on a ventilator, or he was. Wow. He was hospitalized, I think. But yeah, and he ran wow. also. He was running every day and he was always in shape and he got it really bad. And he's now he's still getting effects like from long-term effects from it. He can't keep his wow. breath as, as well as he used to. And yeah, that's the stuff that's scary is when you catch it. And it's just like, I don't want to know how, where this goes. I want to try and not catch it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's probably that's probably the way to go. At least, at least for a few years until you know if it is bad or not, or if it is horrible. It sounds horrible. It's definitely killing people, and we don't know who or how. So that's why it's kind of fucking yeah, it's sketch. And then there's like yeah, there's like you read stories like a hundred and six year old lady who survives it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like yeah, somebody who's forty five was... and in shape just dies. It's crazy. It's fucking weird. But what did else? You, uh, did... Did you watch the hockey game last night? I st- I watched it until the first period, and then I said these kids are not they're not winning. I knew it. I knew it right away. I knew oh, that. Yeah. I had a feeling they were not gonna. I was all, I almost bet on it. Just just I almost put five dollars just for the fun of it. Yeah. I was gonna I take the U.S. because I could. Five dollars. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I saw it and I was like, "Ooh, the U.S. has a good 
there were like three something to one whatever like your chances of your winning i don't know you know it not me what is it yeah. 3.25 or something if you voted for the if you bet on the states voted you bet three, on the states yeah, it was minus 330 yeah so i i saw it and i was like yeah and then i kind of thought of it too and it's man i don't know the juniors the last few I, years have had they've had trouble with their confidence those are fun bets, though. When I'm when I bet for a team that I want to win, that's that's it's more fun. But it's yeah, it makes it doubly sad. It fucking it hurts way out. more. Yeah, exactly. Not only did my country lose, now I'm also out four hundred bucks. Yeah, sucky. Yeah, it's. Uh, but I picked Canada before the before the the playoffs started. Before the quarterfinal, I took them. I put two hundred on them winning the whole tournament. So that would have paid off nicely uh, if they would have won the tournament because yeah. the odds were better when there was still eight teams in right. the thing. You know. Yeah. Fuck. Too bad. But, Whatever, it was sad. It was it was it was not a good game. Uh, what I noticed was in the previous game against um, Russia, uh, the bounces were all going our way. Like you know, a fluky thing would fly up in the air and it would just fall right in front of one of our guy and whatever. Last night, everything was going the U.S.'s way. Like you know, um, almost on a breakaway, and then you know when the, you know when the puck is up. And it's not flat. Yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. You just all you needed is to go flat at someone. They keep trying to make it go flat while they're trying to get on a breakaway, and then the fucking the puck just jump over their stick. Shit like that. Little yeah. stupid thing like that. <clears throat> Fanning on a shot, like little things in the corner where they're chipping at it, and it ends up perfectly on the the U.S. stick. It was yeah. so frustrating, man. Nothing was going our way. It just. Well, posts hitting the post, you know, I don't know. It did. It was very sad. The goalie played great, though. The U.S. goalie played fantastic. Yeah. Where our goalie had been sort of unbeatable to that point of the tournament. That we hadn't been behind until they scored that first goal. The Canada had not been behind once ever. Yeah, in the whole tournament. Yeah, they scored first in every single game. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, well, you live and learn, kids. You live yeah. and you learn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can't do any any. It was a good tournament though. I I hadn't watched the World Junior in a long time. That was that was a pretty good tournament. That was some interesting hockey. Finland was very impressive. Uh, Finland's usually. I actually good. parlayed Finland with uh, Canada, and Finland odds were against them, so it would have been a nice thing. Yeah, Finland kept. They were always behind, and they'd always come back somehow and fucking win. They did that against Russia too. Um. Yeah, I didn't. I I uh, I love the juniors. I found this year was definitely a weird dynamic, obviously because of COVID. So it felt like it didn't feel yeah, the same. Of, what do you think of them? Uh, so in all sports right now, with the empty arenas, they're pumping in the sound of an it. audience of a crowd. I hate it. I hate it too. I'm I like, hate it. Because some of the football games that I'm watching, I hear them pumping in the sound, but sometimes, depending on what camera or what mic they, they switch to, you can hear the game going on. Like, you hear the guys, hey, you got that 46, yeah. you take five. I love that. Yeah, it's like just play that. something we'll never be able to do just again. Why don't that. we just watch that? Yeah, that's what who I would like. Like, who decides that, oh, this will make the television better? Producers. Shut the fuck up. You don't, let's, let us see something different. Yeah. Well, Here's it's. something different. It's producers that just, they fucking want to have their input and feel like they, you know. They know. They know, I guess. But ask the fans. Try one game. Yeah, Try I, one I game think without it. Without anything. And, I think and, it would uh, be great. Because, yeah. Hold the audience. It gives you, a, it's like a behind the scenes look of the game, too. Like, just put a mic on the fucking bench. Let's listen to them swear yeah. and say whatever the hell they say. Then they, they'd all <laughs> be me too yeah. the next morning oh, in trouble. And how many, how many fucks? <laughs> slid in in this uh, junior hockey tournament. Yeah. Like, they kept cutting, like, the guy entering the penalty box. It's like, fuck you, bitch! <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit, that was just on national television. <laughs> yeah, they should. But at least, like, uh, just the, the sound of the, the arena, the puck hitting the boards, and just put that louder. Less of the... We do hear it a little yeah, bit but better it's not, than yeah. before. But they should... And I always, as, as somebody who played hockey my whole life, I find so distinct the sound of the new sticks versus what stick sound stick on puck stick on stick stick really on eh? boards the sound sounds plasticky so different yeah. yeah it's like yeah it's that's such a distinct sound sounds hollow more than like uh the old sticks yeah. had like a good like a, you're hitting a chunk of wood it's a stick yeah, yeah it's a chunk it was well they are now i think kind of hollowish right they're made of like they're comp yeah, composite they're composite. yeah they're, they're fucking 
But that's why they take a slap shot and they break a stick all the time now. It's you, yeah, hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, stick. Snap if you're lo- hundred and fifty, yeah. that's a cheapie, man. That's on special at yeah. fucking Sport Expire. See, I used to. <laughs> My Sherwood used to cost me nine ninety nine at Canadian. Oh, Diamonds. I love the wood sticks, man. I still go for the wood <laughs> sticks. Even in ball hockey, when we play ball hockey, I use a wood stick. I have can you still buy yeah, them? Yeah, they yeah. still have wood yeah, sticks. Yeah, you can buy them for sure. They're the best. That's I love cool. them. I can't especially outdoor hockey, because it's the cold, like those shit sticks, like the composite ones or whatever, they get they don't use that, you'll crack it in no time. So the I mean yeah, the yeah. wood sticks are the best for the outdoor ranks. They just I don't know, for me personally, I like it. I haven't been on an outdoor rink in 10 years. It's easily. been probably three years for me, man, since I moved to L.A. Wow. I was dying to go. Like my, my kids don't even really skate that well. I'm a pretty bad Canadian dad. Really? I would think, nobody, I would think Reese would be pretty uh, – you, you, you were into hockey. You were a good hockey player. Yeah. Since they were little. I mean, Reese was, uh, what is it? It was like five when I start comedy. Okay. And that was – I bought them all the equipment, and I signed them up for hockey, and Anne went to one – like when they're doing the triage, like to make the teams for to see, like make it even. Yeah, yeah. She brought them to the one thing, and she's like, "I'm not fucking doing this. There's no way." And I'm like, "You're away every weekend, every Saturday morning. I have to get up at whatever six in the morning yeah. and bring the two other kids to the arena. Bullshit. I'm not doing it." And I'm like, "All right, well, I guess football I guess it is, not, buddy. Then. Football it but is." Even Andy and Jamie. I mean, girl hockey is very, very popular now. But yeah, I never got my kids into hockey. I feel very bad about it. Yeah, it's all right, man. They're into whatever they're into. They like it. Reese is a great football player. Andy's into dance. Jamie, what's Jamie's thing? What does she do? Does she like any activity? Drugs? Drugs? Smoke, eh, smoking dope. It could be an activity. She could go pro at that, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> hey, man, it's legal now. You don't know. Fuck. Maybe there'll be some yeah. sort of a rolling competition at the next Olympics. Who can well, roll like the best joints? Booze has always been legal, too, but no one's aspiring for their children to be alcoholics at 21, you know? <laughs> well hey man the world's crumbling maybe we should have been fucking inspiring them to be alcoholics enjoy oh, i'm trying we're what january 6th i'm trying uh i haven't i haven't had a drink yet this year oh, okay i thought you were trying to get your kids to be alcoholics <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so no drink yet i'm gonna try not to drink in january wow good for you man you'll see see how it goes and are you find, already? We're only six days in. And are I you smoking weed? No, no. <clears throat> you're going. You're nothing. No. Just cigarettes. Nothing. Just cigarettes, coffee, and wow. TV. I'm fuck. I went to bed after five a.m. every night for the last four nights, just binging shit. I'm watching like full series in one sitting. You wait. You go to bed at five. So I find myself eating at like four o'clock in the morning. I'm so I think I'm gonna get fatter doing this, but. Dude, I you yeah. wake you go to bed when I wake up. Yeah, I had like four bowls of Lucky Charms at five a.m. this morning. <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> I don't think that's good. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if good, the no. quitting drinking is the better part. <laughs> I think it's almost just as shit, if not worse, to have that much Lucky Charms and no fucking um, no booze. It sounds yeah. terrible. I may not make it through January, and and suggested I do February, but I'm hoping by February we start to work again. I've got a few bookings in February. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Uh, we're doing a debaters in Toronto in February. That's hopefully happens. Hopefully, would yeah. it be in? It, I mean, it uh, may the, happen with no audience. I think yeah. they're determined to do it anyway. They've already like got the wheels in motion. Or whatever. Yeah, things would have to go really bad in Ontario for it to not happen at all. Well, <coughs> never say never, buddy. It's it seems no, like not it's, never. It's I'm, all going that way right now. It's fucking stupid. And, uh, I, this is the first time because, like, for the first I think seven months. So, when the things start, I remember we t- discussed. I had just jacked up my mortgage to try to get my house paid off faster, and then this shit, the calamity hit. So I I went another month still paying the mortgage. I paid a shitload of income tax that I didn't necessarily need to to pay, I don't think, because Trudeau said, no, don't pay or whatever, but I paid it the day before. Anyway, uh, then I went like six months without paying my mortgage. The bank, you know, like they said, will bypass your thing, meanwhile accruing interest that whole time. Uh, But now I've been paying it again for probably four months. 
and uh, haven't missed any payment. Right, my credit is bad right now. Everyone owes me money. I'm waiting for my sound exchange. I'm, I still haven't been paid for the the government spot, which uh, they're supposed to pay me before it airs. But whatever. Uh, I think it's uh, from what from when I uh, just so you know, I think it's three weeks because when I did my commercial, I was wondering too, and it's uh, I found it's three weeks. I think after it starts airing, they have three weeks to pay you. Well, it's been more than that. Yeah, well, anyway, they'll, they'll use the I'm excuse. Not, of, I'm sure I'll yeah. get it. I'm not Puffin's moment. Just and then. Well, I did, did you ask them? Because I did see an article about. Uh, I did follow oh, up. Yeah. Okay, you asked them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you're getting paid. And I, there's two Zoom corporates that I haven't been paid for as well. Anyway, I've got many thousands of dollars coming to me, but all, meanwhile, all my credit is through the roof. I have two lines of credit that are one's almost at its max. I see, and it's like, fuck, somebody pay me. Yeah. Yeah, it's you dude. Know. It's a very hard time to get your money now. Like fucking, even with so, companies, I find like companies. Like I, I got like remember my laptop crapped out, and I it was still warranty. Yeah. So Lenovo was like, hey, we can give you a refund for it if you want, or we give you another model because they didn't have the exact same model I have anymore. So I was like, you know okay. what? Give me a refund, and I'll buy another laptop. Uh, so they gave me a refund, but I never, dude. I can't even get a hold of the fucking lady anymore who I've been dealing with. I call her and she's just like, she's been off. I think she's off till next week. And then I send emails and I'm like, dude, this has been like, I sent it in in November, my laptop, because I had to send it in. Then they do the inspection, make sure everything's okay. And then they okay it for the refund. So it was okayed, but I'm like, are we getting, am I getting paid? What's happening here, man? And then FedEx fucking sent me a, so the new laptop I bought, I get it from FedEx and it came from the US, right? From an American store and they fucking it, when I get it, I get my thing, and no, there's no tax payment. Like they didn't usually, they charge you the taxes when they deliver it. They go, you have to pay the right. duty. So I don't get anything. I'm like, okay, well, I'm sure I'll get it in the fucking mail. They're not going to do it for free. I get it in the mail, and their FedEx is charging me more than the federal, the GST on the whole fucking item. They're charging me like eighty bucks for a for an advancement fee, and then like duty. Uh, like having to pay for it at the border. I was like, what the hell is this? So I call FedEx and they're like, yeah, that's just a fee. Like we throw it in there. And I started Googling online. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, they're just like, I'm like, you're charging more than the Canadian government. Like how did, uh, in taxes, that's ridiculous. So I yeah. looked it up and apparently like people were like, no, fight it. Cause they're, they do it, but they're not allowed to, like, I, I guess they are allowed to, but it's a ridiculous amount of money. They're allowed to, but you don't have to accept it. You'd be like, no, Because it wasn't this. when I ordered it. I, I didn't, didn't ask, ask for it. you yeah. for the service. I, exactly. Because it's a service. They're in, inferring that they granted you a service, but they consumer protection make it so that you have to accept a service before right. you get charged for it. Yeah. Like, somebody can't come and cut your grass. Without you and then knowing. send you a and bill, you and they're like, "Well, bucks. we did the service. You got to pay us." Like, yeah, yeah, yeah we cut your grass, so you have to pay us. I'm like, I didn't fucking ask you to cut my grass. Yeah. So I had to call FedEx with yeah, a so whole. Yeah, so you could fight it. It'll be a hassle. Yeah, but. that's it. I waited on the phone for an hour, going around in circles, and then in the end, I got my eighty bucks yeah. back. But I'm like, what the fuck is this, man? Eighty yeah. dollars? It's crazy, man. But I find like that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like a lot of companies now are. I feel like they're all trying to grab money wherever they fucking can, man. And you can't. And then when it's you, when you need your money back, and you're like, hey, hey, that's my that's my coin, buddy. They're like, oh yeah. well, you, uh, sorry, you got to talk to this guy at this department, or uh, yeah, if you stay on hold, we'll transfer you to this. And you're like, I don't know, fucking. And after an hour, it just click. What? That's it. So oh, most man, people just, just give up. Over. But it's like fucking. These companies are like they're trying to gouge everyone now, uh, and it's dirty. I'm noticing a lot of dirty shit from companies. Yeah. Feels like it at least. So hold on to your do cash. You, uh, do you do you get your sound exchange uh, direct deposit? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You too. You got it set up for direct deposit? No, no. I I still do it every three months. Get a check. Okay. Because the direct deposit. Um, either I need a American account in America, or if I want to deposit it in my Canadian account, they, they take the current day's exchange rate and charge you a fee to do the exchange Okay, and then deposit it. So I rather get the American money and then exchange it on the day that like you follow the but American But wait, this is your American then... account that does this? No, SoundExchange themselves. If you... I can... Yeah. 
To get direct deposit with SoundExchange, you need to either have an American bank account, yeah. bank in the U.S., or if you want to have it deposited into a Canadian account, they convert it into Canadian dollars, but they charge you a fee and they charge right. you basically whatever exchange rate they want. Right. You know, like on that day or the day they... They'll do it on a day that's advantageous to them. So how do you get it if you don't have, like, you, you know, just check. go cash? They give me a check. Okay, but do you just cash I, I that? I have an American funds. That's the thing. I said, I have an American fund account. Why can't you just direct deposit it into an American fund account? And they're like, no, oh, because we can't. We're not. Oh, it's got to be again. an Maybe American David. bank. Yeah. Yeah, they did that to me too. But if you yeah, go with if RBC. If I want to keep it in U.S. funds, they have to deposit it in a bank that's based in the U.S. Is your. Is your account, your American account, is that, uh, uh, so it's under a Canadian, it's basically a Canadian bank. account? Yeah, it's a borderless account with the TD Bank. Oh, okay. If you go through but RBC, US do you pay account. for it or is it free? No, I pay for it. Okay. Like whatever, so, six ninety five a month or whatever. Okay, so you're getting ripped off. What you got to do is go to RBC. Because RBC has an American, I think RBC is the only, I don't know if anyone else does it now, but they're the only bank that does American, uh, like it's an actual American bank, RBC bank in in the U.S. So you're opening TD a- re- has, TD has branches in the U.S. too. Okay, but is it, are you able to, this one is, tw- I think 25 bucks for the whole year you're paying for it. And you basically, it's so you get an American credit card, and you it's an American bank, so you'll be able to deposit your Amer- like your Sound Exchange directly into that if that's what you. So I don't know if TD like does it, you, but I don't know if TD they, they, can you wait? Can you TD has banks in America, but can you open a U.S. TD account if I with, don't know. with a Canadian address? You might need a U.S. address. Yeah, that's it. So RBC, RBC is don't. the only one you don't. They'll use your Canadian bank account as like your collateral i guess or like proof right and then they'll register you a u.s bank account through their american bank that's how i did it when i moved to the states because they were the only ones that offered it so your money still stays in america stays in american exchange yeah okay and you convert it when you want it yeah and then i i yeah so i could just and then i could transfer it directly to my canadian uh, RBC, account RBC account with no fees yeah. or anything. It just transfers right over. Even the exchange rate fees, yeah. it's just going to be the flat exchange rate fee. I don't pay anything crazy. Yeah, that's why I like keeping it in American, right? First of all, when I need American, which hasn't happened in a year, unfortunately. But um, but even when I want to transfer it, I can wait and follow the fluctuation of the dollar. And when it goes up three cents, right. Yeah. Then I convert it, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's but that's why if it's in the bank, yeah, it's a good uh it's a good uh fucking idea to have it in there and you can do it whenever you want. But yeah, dude, uh you did great on that the second commercial, man. I thought that was funny. I like the start. Thanks. I like the start the with the are hard. on the fucking on the treadmill and the then treadmill. just grab a drink yeah. from the fucking frigo. That's funny. No, it's a good uh <laughs> very good, very natural, it's very funny. Good job. Yeah, and as I'm looking at them and listening to the radio spots, I'm like, I should have got paid as a writer too, because most of the things are, you know, like they gave me the, the skeleton and I kind of yeah. made it all, you know, like the treadmill idea was my idea. They wanted me on the treadmill, like actually trying to do, I'm like, that doesn't fit with my personality. Like I'm playing myself, so yeah. people know that I would never be exercising. If anything, if I have a treadmill in my house, I would use it as a mode of transportation to get to and from the fridge. But <laughs> And they're like, oh, that'd be funny. Yeah, I think what gets sticky is or hard for comedians, like when you're doing a funny piece and they're hire- hiring comedians, it's like we're always going to have better jokes or ideas. Yeah, yeah. Some of it was so like it's, I taught. Yeah, but we're not like tabled. Like you're it should be to- tabled in ACTRA a different way if you're a comedian. You should automatically be paid for writing. Well, because you're going to make it comedically funny. You're going to make it, you're going to change lines to be funnier. Yeah. But they don't take that into account. There was a few things, though, that like... You're just an actor. So here's some behind the scenes, some some behind the curtain stuff. At the end of, you know, when I'm sliding, I'm just going along the treadmill, like resolution or harmless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just try to stick to some of the ones, you know, take a sip, whatever. And then when I got to the end of the treadmill, I take the sip and I'm like, ooh, Noggy. I thought that was a funny joke. They should have left that in, but they they cut it out instead. Yeah, um, probably the other just thing for was, time. One of the script 
which got cut. It was one of the ones that we were doing to announce the uh, um, before they lock it down. Remember, in early December, the government right. was saying, "No, we're gonna, you know, everybody be careful for now." But from the twenty fourth to the twenty seventh, people will be able to see their family. Right. <clears throat> well, while we were shooting the commercial, or the day after we finished shooting the commercial, they canceled that. They're like, "No, we're, we're locking down. No one can see anybody." But we shot two other commercial, and one of the commercial was, uh, so I say something about we're going to have a lot of leftover turkey, and then my Uncle Bob, who appears in the commercials there, Robert Higdon. Yeah, yeah. He comes on and says, what's that? What? You want me to defrost my turkey in the bathtub? And I was like, and so the line they wrote was, they don't call him Dirty Joe for nothing. And I'm like, fuck, Dirty Joe, that sounds like such a... Pedo, that's yeah, a pedo thing weird. in English. Like they're dirty like, because it's French people that are approving the things. You know, I'm like, no, dirty Joe is really not the message we're trying to say. Is send that a out. thing in French? Right? Is saying? Th- doesn't that sound pedoish? Like, yeah, for so sure. They don't call him. Dir- I'm like, how about they don't call him Salmonella Joe for nothing? <laughs> that's a funny joke. Defrosting a turkey in a bathtub. You know, they don't call him Salmonella yeah. Joe. And I guess because they have the. You know, the chicken farmer of Quebec is a strong lobby. They're like, no, no, we don't want to ever mention Salmonella. Oh, God. So dirty, it's better to, you know, have a pedophile contact connotation in the commercial than to insult the chicken farmers. I don't, but the final cut, I watched the final cut and it was like, they don't call him Dirty Joe for nothing. Because I, I did all the takes that they did and then I said, this would be better. Yeah. So, like, but it, they used like Dirty they, Joe in which one? In the radio? In one of the ones that never aired because of the, oh, it was announcing the okay. gathering from the 24th right. to the 27th, but be careful. Uh, the other thing, like, so, for instance, in the first commercial, it was, uh, or maybe, yeah, it was the first commercial. It was, uh, um, you won't have to wear what, you won't have to wear what your silly aunt bought you for Christmas. Right, the sweater. Yeah, and I said, no, I wouldn't say my silly aunt. I would say, I would call her by name. I would yeah. say, you don't have to wear the, the sweater that my tante Gigi gave yeah. me. And they're like, who's Gigi? And I'm like, I don't know. It's just a funny name. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, so anyway, a lot of my lines made it in. The radio is the same thing. Like the, They had it as, uh, um, uh, hi, I'm, this is Derek Segan, stay-at-home dad and comedian. And I'm like, how about this is Derek Segan, pre-COVID comedian and stay-at-home dad. And they're like, oh, all right. Let's, so I did both versions. And they, a lot of the things, they ended up taking the version that I said. Yeah, because it's more natural. It's more you. You're changing it to what you. And it's more, and it's more yeah. funny. Like you said, it's just you change two yeah. words and it's but a much funnier who, joke. Was it written in French first and then translated? Or is it, oh, yeah. okay. Then, yeah, that's a, that's yeah. a big problem right there. So a lot of those yeah. things don't fucking translate over. But they had they allocated. There was a, an English copywriter that I was working yeah. with the whole time. So, like two. Yeah, but again, are they funny? Weren't the same. Like uh, the copywriters are not generally, you know, like comedian. This guy was yeah. pretty good. This guy he was fighting for a lot of the things that we came, we worked together, and he was That's he good. fought for a bunch of them. Like Dirty Joe, I can't believe. Like I don't think he pushed it enough. He's like, no, this basically is saying my uncle is a pedophile. Right. I don't think he really got that message home. Yeah. Anyway, it never made it to the air, so it's a non-issue. But uh, yeah, Dirty Joe sounds weird. Yeah. Yeah, Dirty Joe. Should ask him who's that? Like they asked you about my tongue, Gigi. Yeah, yeah. Start being like a therapist. <laughs> who's Dirty Joe? Tell me all about him, buddy. Sounds like you've got some. No, because that was their thing, and it's not Joe anymore. It's Bob because we used Bob's actual name. Bob. Uh, Bob Robert Hayden. The guy that plays yeah, my uncle. Yeah, I haven't in seen him in a long time, man. It's yeah. been a while. And you know the voice of the woman's voice, the Angela voice that says put on your mm-hmm. pants or whatever? That was Jen Segan, who was also, so it's two on, on the, the spotters spots, yeah. in there. Two on the spots and a stand-up comic. It's like a Comedy Works fucking yeah. reunion. People um, who don't know, show. that's the Comedy Works uh, improv troupe from back in the day, yeah, the, the old school. Resident improv troupe. Man, well, those were good days, man. <laughs> Like you yeah, got like even I I'm so lucky that I just like I sneak by right as everything fuck like I just get like I get to everything see everything changed. right before it changes yeah Did Very you Very lucky when you when you started was the comedy nest the, where it is now it was the comedy they nest They just just like opened up there like they just went up into that room Yeah it was like So you never cause, you never saw no, the other side rooms no. So you know where the restaurant and the arcade is now Yeah 
there was like a there's side party rooms, yeah, yeah, like uh, rooms that they rent out for private parties, whatever. Yeah. One of those rooms was the Comedy Nest for two years. Really? When I started, that was the first place I ever did comedy wow. in a in a comedy club. Okay. It was basically a shitty. So you never room. did it in. Uh, so you also never did it at like. Um when it was inside uh, yeah and, and that that hotel the, the novotel or whatever well i did uh, comedy i never did the comedy nest in novotel but the comedy zone was still right around. okay it was the zone comedy back then the zone i won a contest at the comedy zone when i was like 6 months in and where was that that was at that in the novotel okay okay which had been the comedy nest and then ernie and and the owners there had a fight Ernie left with the Comedy Nest name, oh, which turned like right, they, yeah. Ernie, imagine that it had already been 25, 20 years of the Comedy Nest to that point, yeah. And he never registered the name Comedy oh, Nest. Oh God! So he left with the name, but they're like, we could have kept yeah. it. He never did anything. Yeah. To, but they just, you know, just well, isn't pitch, that they just changed the name to Comedy? Didn't Zone. the Comedy Works have that same thing too? Like wasn't the yeah? It turns out they hadn't done anything. They never really special, owned the name but, or anything. But Ali Mohammadi did. He bought. Yeah. He bought it for a hundred dollars. Apparently. Wow. Yeah. Wow, a hundred bucks for the Comedy Works name. Well, I guess yeah. Because it, but it was never. It had never been really registered. Uh, it was a registered company, but the name wasn't copyrighted. And that place was I mean? fucking so. So good. all the other guys had to do was call it Comedy Works Montreal, and they were completely within yeah. the law. Yeah, I remember there's a thing. But fuck, man, what a great uh I miss yeah, the, the that was a good it just had a nostalgia and it was like a like you used to be able to learn. You know, like I find like comics, there are a handful of comics in Montreal now that uh they definitely show up and they watch and they learn and they you know, but it felt more uh old-timey. Like the way when I like going to the going to LA and like hanging out at the comedy store and like sitting yeah. in the back of the room and watching and and like meeting people like that felt like how it felt at the works like the works used to have that american style of stand-up yeah. comedy like you know you there's a place for comics to stand at the back and watch yeah, and and then there's a place right beside for us to leave the room and hang out and be comics together yeah it, and it then the bar perfect. downstairs it, and it, yeah. it, you're right the comedy nest is wonderful and they they do a great job running yeah, the club but it doesn't have that no you know it's not that gritty the green like room we can hang out in the green room but it's not the same as hanging out down in the pub yeah or the green room at the comedy works where you could actually be loud like you can't be loud in the no you know, the green the, room at no the nest. you always get shushed <laughs> can you guys shut it's, the uh, fuck up it's just not yeah <laughs> the comedy works yeah. Like I've been around now when I started the Comedy Works was all I knew, the Comedy Works and this fucking conference room that was the Comedy Nest and the Comedy Zone. And the Comedy Zone was a pretty good club too. But the Comedy Works is now after 15 years in the business or 16 years now. Uh it was perfect. Yeah. It was it's what a comedy club is and should be and is uh, the training ground and and now, in retrospect, having known you know Jimbo personally and stuff, yeah. uh, oh, it turns out you can't actually make a decent living running the perfect comedy club. Yeah. Although you see the bordel, the bordel is also it's got almost everything except the fucking place is so successful that there's never a place for comics to just hang out and watch. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. But they do have the you watch it on TV from the green room upstairs. Yeah. It's bordel is as close as you can get, like they, right to they, what the they works had to was. deal with the geography of the the room that they were offered yeah. as a club, but they decorated it, they laid it out, the multi levels. I love that there's those multi levels in the bordel. Yeah. Um, so the bordel gets as close as you can, but it's still not. First of all, it's French comedy, so it's not. <laughs> it's even that kind of makes it not. I don't know. It's there's not something bad, about but yeah, it's a, American style yeah. stand up. American style insinuate English see and the but the comedy anyway the comedy where having played I played in the I've been I hung out at the comedy store uh, the the uh, uh, what's the other one the uh, the improv are you talking about in the states the improv yeah okay. the improv did the improv in L A I mean I saw the improv in L A I saw the improv in Florida um, nothing gets close to those like the comedy works there. Yeah. But 110 seats was your <laughs> like your 
you're maxed out at 110 seat. It's magical for the performance. Yeah, it was fucks. If it was sold out all five shows every night and people were drinking, Jimbo would maybe be able I, to drive. I think he could you know, have 150 to $200,000. I, I think he could have. I, I just year. think he didn't have the energy left in him at the end. I feel like he just didn't have it left in him and he didn't push. Yeah. But if if he had somebody young and really into it and would be able to let them have the like helms and do something, uh, it would have been for sure. I mean, look at what Acker but, and Phil did with the Comedy Nest. They turned that place into like it's fucking bumping, man. There's all it was before COVID. It was, it was sold yeah. out every night. You know. Well, and and it not, even not not sold out, but they were doing well. But ask both of them; out, they're yeah. not making a ton of money. Right? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Even if the comedy works was operating right. at bordel like capacity at a hundred percent capacity with people actually spending money on drinks and you know having some Food concert series and... where the tickets are a little bit more expensive, yeah. working at that max capacity, you know, open six day a week like the bordel, and you know yeah. adding shows still at the best, Jimbo would maybe make two hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah. But it, it's still Which, like, I guess, yeah, no, you're right. It's not, there's got to be a way to make, I guess it, you have to make it really popular where you can start selling merch and you'll get tourists that want to come. And then, right. you know, you get a lot of people that Up come. your ticket yeah. price. Like everyone was so, both the works and the nest yeah. had been, like the nest is charging still to this day. Yeah. I think coming out of COVID, it's going to be a good opportunity for them to increase their price by $5, yeah. which will still be lower than the national average. Yeah. But twenty dollars a ticket. I mean, they were both the works and the nest were afraid to go past that fifteen dollar. Ba- Guy, fifteen dollars yeah. tabarnak. <laughs> That's what they charged in nineteen eighty four. But they're afraid. We don't want to lose any. Well, you know? Montreal has a weird market. The English community in Montreal is very finicky. I find like they're very. Yeah. It's hard to get that French. They love it. They'll go out. They'll spend money. That they're going out to have fun. English people yeah. are very like again. I think it comes from like, and it's an experience. But the Anglo's right? in Montreal, I feel, are all kind of at least like one comedy, like before COVID. It was, it, it feels like they're always holding on to nostalgia, and they're always holding on to like the way things used to be. And you can't, you there's no like new like okay, it's going to be twenty bucks, and we're going to change it. And it's going to be no, they're not coming. They want you to yeah, keep it at 15. It's got to be the same way it's always been. If there's a detour, they're mad. Uh, I can't even imagine people would remember. Like they get there, I feel like people get there and it's like, oh, it's only 15 bucks? Okay. Yeah, okay, but know. yeah. <laughs> and it's hard though. It's hard to get like, the English community is not as, man, the French love to have fun. I find the English community, like if you go east or I guess everywhere else in Canada, but the east coast, like they like, that's the closest you'll get to the Quebec kind of, we want to have fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Anglo's in in the East Coast are very like that Quebec French because they have like francophone in their blood as well. So yeah, it's totally. like, and then you find that in every little community in Ontario that's very francophone as well. They're also super supportive, love to see comedy or have fun. They go out to have fun. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, but yeah, Montreal had a thing, man. Fuck, I saw. I remember seeing Aziz Ansari come and do like a set of shows. Just working on his hour years ago at, at the, the works. works, man. There was yeah. no, there was like 20, 30 people, I think, in the room. I walked, Ray Romano. I walked up through the uh, back stairs. Joe Rogan. Yeah, Rogan too. Yeah, Rogan, I remember, would yeah. do when I, I remember when he, and he was just getting popular then because of, uh, well, very popular yeah. with, with his M- uh, no, MMA when he started doing, uh, okay. yeah, he started getting very popular with that because they would do, when they would come to town for MMA fights, he would do Jimbo's. Exactly. Come do spots, yeah. yeah. So it was pretty cool. And then it was right as he transitioned to starting to do, like he did, I think the Metropolis at the time, it was the Metropolis that he... I think it was like well, yeah. So before your time, he would do weekends. Yeah, he, like a oh normal, yeah, he for was sure. Just a normal guy coming in and Ray weekends. Romano, like you said, and Ray Romano, dude, Tim Norm McDonald, Tim Mc, Tim Allen, all of them. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I wonder who has. I think I don't know who has. Did Chappelle ever do that? Chappelle for Chappelle sure during just there. for laughs. I'm sure. C.K. Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Yeah, Louis his C.K. poster was up. Yeah. A lot of people, man. It was such a great. It was yeah. That's the thing. So to get back to our initial point, closest you'll the get comedy works, which is no longer even in existence and probably will never get rebuilt. Not as a comedy club anyway. Was to my for my money to in my experience, 
aside from the comedy store, is with the most perfect comedy club environment creative but we're lucky man you know of. it sucks that it's gone but yeah. uh i'm super happy i got to experience it and and to have that like because that's the thing too is like a lot of places in canada you don't get that gritty kind of american club style in canada and we had that and then you not only did we have that but then we had american like new york comics who did letterman would come up like i grew yeah. up watching these people like alu bell yeah man <laughs> alu bell and then you could Once see them year. like in <laughs> like man it just it felt they had that like letterman-esque kind of comics and uh whatever happened to alu bell uh there was a documentary about him that i watched. really there's or he was in the documentary about comedians really and uh, interesting guy interesting guy with mental health issues um, I just remember him from TV, from like watching Just for Laughs as a kid, and he just—I just remember his bit of just continuously saying, "I'm Al Lubell, I'm Al Lubell." Yeah, yeah. I'm Al Lubell. I think he was in Couch Surfing, that one with the, not Couch Surfing, was it, the one with the, um, the documentary, not the sort of mockumentary, comedy Couch Surfing. Was it recent or is it an older one? Yeah, yeah, with the the you know the Christian comedian. Oh, um, crashing! Crashing! Yeah, yeah, yeah. couch it. surfing. That's it. I think, <laughs> think Alu Bell was in, really was in that. He's American. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah he's a, he's New York. Yeah, okay, yeah. he's American. Al-Lubel yeah, was New York. I was never New sure. York, I just I knew. I remember seeing him on those old Just for Laughs tapes all the time. Yeah, he was. A, I'm Alu Bell. Yeah, Alu Bell, man, fucking the comedy yeah. works days. Those were. Uh, Comedy works. I mean, it's. I miss it. I miss it. Do you know that I never headlined too? Jimbo said I wasn't right for the room. And I'm like, I would go there and do ten minutes and fucking destroy. Yeah. And he'd be like, No, it's just not right, dude. For the I remember. Room. I remember he never like he wouldn't let me. Oh, my first weekend opening was for uh, Mike Wilmot. Like my first real weekend that he let me open wow. for someone. And uh, but I remember, dude. I remember crut like fuck. I hate like. I did really fucking good. I remember Sheila and Iman both came up to me after like, go see Jimbo. He saw you. He was in the back of the room. Go see him and ask him if you can start doing like opening on weekends. Dude, I go see him. I was like, so Jimbo, uh, you know, that was pretty, how, what do you think? You know, like you think, I, you think I'm ready yet? Do you think I could start opening? And he, and he was like, oh, I don't think you're there yet. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, I was like, are you but we're, I thought you want, where didn't you watch? And he goes, yeah, yeah, I was there. And I go, well, okay. And he goes, he would chalk it up to be like, well, Mike Wilmot brings in the best audience. They're going to, no, they're, no, this wasn't you know, Wilmot. This was a, this was an open mic. This, this was okay. before I got to open for Wilmot. He, okay. he let me open for Wilmot after, but I was like, I was like, well, I, I don't, I, I, what do you mean? And he goes, I go, I go, they were, they loved it. And he goes, yeah, but I don't go by audience laughter. <laughs> I know he <laughs> he said the same thing to me. He's like, "Yeah, what did the audience?" I don't, I don't judge shit? my audience laughter. I was like, "What the fuck?" It was what like he mean? was trying to be Mitzi Shore, and it's like, "Dude, you're no Mitzi Shore. You don't fucking, <laughs> you're not the the." the you're not gonna turn me, yeah. You're not gonna turn me into a multi-million dollar comedian, and you're hurting my feelings this bad. At the same time, you've yeah. got no clout. Anyway, God bless him. He did run the fantastic. He did. No, he definitely. And it made you work and, your uh, ass off because you were like, "Fuck, I'm gonna even be better than that." that. It, All right, that it didn't survive, buddy. Are we rolling it in. We're at an hour. Let's reel it in. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to do some uh, football? Yeah, picks? you got it's some a wild picks. Card weekend. Wild card weekend. Let's get the picks out. Uh, so the last week I, again I went 11 and 5 and still lost money it's ridiculous I have I choose anchors and they fucking blow it <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this week wild card weekend so the Kansas City Chiefs and the uh, Green Bay Packers are the division champions the uh, NFC AFC champs okay. so they get a bye week those two teams don't play I actually think that that would be a fucking amazing Super Bowl but uh, it probably won't, you know, you never know. It's so fucked up how things don't work out. But the, so the, the Chiefs and the Packers don't play this weekend. They have bye weekends. Uh, this week's game, there are six games this weekend. Wild card weekend. Uh, we have the Colts at the Bills. Uh, the Colts defense is quite incredible. The Bills defense is, you know, 
very good. Their offense, the, watching the Bills play football, is the they're my favorite team to watch right now. They look like they love playing football. They're so... Like kind of like the Chiefs last year, who just looked like it wasn't business. It was like, oh my God, we're playing in the NFL and they're having so much fun. So I think the Bills are going to beat the Colts this weekend. I hope it's a high-scoring game. Yeah, we can't. It's hard to it's hard to predict, but uh, I think the Bills are going to beat the Colts. Rams at the Seahawks. Both of those teams have been struggling, especially in the first half. Uh, the I love the Rams coaching. Do not love Seahawks coaching, but Russell Wilson somehow finds ways in the playoffs. That's going to be a tough game. I'm not. I'm not. Super sure. I may not put very much money on that, but I think the Seahawks are going to beat the Rams at home. Uh, the Seahawks are at home, and I think they're going to beat the Rams. Tampa Bay, Washington. I mean, it, it could. Washington made the playoffs with a losing record. It's crazy how shit the NFC East was this year. Uh, Washington made it in, uh, didn't cover the spread, so I'm pissed off at them. Tom Brady is going to beat the shit out of them. It's going to be, I predict, like a 41-17 score in that game. Tampa Bay is going to beat Washington for sure. Baltimore Ravens, Tennessee Titans. Wow, what a game this is going to be. Lamar Jackson, hopefully he have two healthy running backs with him. Um, but Tennessee Titans with Derrick Henry, uh, this guy is a tank. He is a tank. He is so exciting to watch. He's 260 pounds, and he, he's faster than, like, these small little speedy guys. Uh, anyway, going to be a great game. If Lamar Jackson shows up top-notch, uh, the Ravens are going to beat the Tennessee Titans. But uh, that's going to be my pick of the week for the best game of the weekend. Ravens-Titans going to be great. I take the Ravens over the Titans. Bears at the Saints. Uh, wish they could have people in the, the stadium there in uh, New Orleans. Uh, the Bears have been looking much better. The running game is back. Uh, but the Saints, Drew Brees, again, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, first round of the playoffs, you can't fucking expect to win. Saints are going to beat the Bears. Uh, Brown Steelers. The Steelers have been just deteriorating. They pulled out a win last week, even though they pulled out their starting quarterback. Um, the Browns have been really putting up scores, but their defense is struggling. Uh, I think the Steelers, again, the best, maybe the best coach team in the league right now, other than the Chiefs. Uh, the Steelers are going to beat the Browns, but that's going to be a tight game too. Really exciting football this weekend. Anyway, there's six games this weekend. I hope I, I wish I could watch all six from start to finish. They're all going to be great games, uh, except the Bucks, Washington. I, ass I, I assume the Bucks are going to wipe out Washington, but you never know. Uh, so those are it: Bills, Seahawks, Bucks, Ravens, Saints, and Steelers. Those are the picks. Put all your money on it. Mortgage the house. Just get rid of it all. It doesn't mean anything anymore, man. Who cares? Money no, is no. useless in the next few months. It is. It's all going to be fucking What done. else are you going to do? Uh, Can't go to cool, man. vacations. Enjoy the picks. Have a so, great time. Hope you, thanks, buddy. Hope you win big. I'm gonna, now I have to write a debate. I have to write a debate, and then I'll work on... Uh, look for baconnobacon.com. It's going to be coming soon. soon. We're have it up within before February, I predict. I'm going to write some content and... Are we putting doing, are we putting I'll money on, on that? On Get some fun. You want to bet? All right, buddy. Uh, All right, take buddy. care, nice man. To Good see to see you. you too. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah.